Puppet. everyone and welcome to Rampage Uncaged brought to you by Hemi Media Group right here on channelattitude.com I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back he's the evil CM rabbit dose he's Jeff Littman welcome back to Rampage Uncaged and I just want to say RIP to Antonio Noki. he is a true pioneer 
to the sport of professional wrestling and the founding father of New Japan Pro Wrestling. He surely will be missed and yeah man, that's that's big news. I feel I feel for him. But I thought he was bulletproof, Jeff, but unfortunately we're only human. Yeah, we are. That, him against Ali might be the first professional wrestling related thing I'd ever seen. True. Probably me too, as a matter of fact. And uh, you know, it's funny, I mean we we know that our Ayatollah himself, Bin Amin, he gives some of the best slaps in professional wrestling. But as you saw in the intro, I think Antonio Noka could give him a run for his money. Well, not anymore. Um, <laughs> well, I'm unfortunately. Pretty, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure I saw a young honky-tonk man in, in the queue there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't notice. But if there was, it would have been funny. It would have been even better if you were slapping the locks of the Ultimate Warrior, uh, Jerry the King Lawler. All the, well, all the Western wrestlers. There, but he was he was forty seven at the time. So, <laughs> right. Well, apparently it's an honor to be slapped by Antonio Noki, as you can see. I, I imagine it might be some, a story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Inoki Bumbaye, and uh, you know he, he will be missed. R.I.P. to the legendary Antonio Noki. And uh, I guess uh, we got to get with the show, man, because it's Rampage. Uncaged, and uncaged. we got to talk of uncaged, and we got to unfortunately, Jeff, talk <laughs> rampage. <laughs> Jeez, what a yeah. bad show this was. Um, yeah, it was sort of confusing, wasn't it? I mean, it, it, I hate to admit this on the air, but I had no idea there was a tag team triple threat title match on. Neither did I. Mean, I. Oh, so that wasn't it's not just me <laughs> no no it's not just you that makes two of us okay because we did the skirmish with kevin and we none of us mentioned that we heard that there was a triple the title match on friday night um and it was even weirder in that two of the teams were part of the andrade family office dispute and they barely did anything with that story andrade wasn't even there roosh wasn't there maybe jose was, was there for a bit i'm not I, i'm not even sure but it's not like they were like john with each other like they were having you know they didn't even try to strategize they would be four against two they and fail at it i mean nothing that you would think you put that dynamic in there none of it happened uh, <laughs> i don't know what to say jeff this company just uh drives me nuts and the sad part jeff this show was that bad that I'm scared that we're not even going to be able to do 30 minutes of talking about this damn show. Oh, That's I how bad this show that. was. I mean, uh, you, you can ask me to nitpick and rant about little things. Like, like I mean, a microcosm of everything that's wrong with AEW is that Isaiah Cassidy thinks that he should get up there and do, like Randy Orton and do a double bicep when he's got <laughs> among the skinniest arms this side of Dominic Mysterio. I'm sorry, Sub Ripley. Oh, Sub Ripley. That's right. Funny enough, Dominic Mysterio is actually older than uh, Rhea Ripley, believe it or not, yeah, by I a mean, few months. Yeah, aren't they both 25? They are. <laughs> yeah, so everyone who says Dominic Mysterio is young, he can, he can fill out his body, Rhea Ripley has a bigger body and she's younger and she's also a woman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesus. As a matter of fact, she looks more like a professional wrestler than Dominic Mysterio does. Ten Fancy times. that. Ten times. Literally. Ten times. It's a crazy world we live in. But Double Booker T. Ten times. Ten times. <laughs> ten times. <laughs> ten times indeed. Well, let's Sorry, get into this freaking... <laughs> you're, you're a character, I'm a Jeff. Coke I, have a, I cannot tell oh. you how delicious Coca-Cola is when you only have it once or twice a week. It's like it's True. like a treat beyond all treats. Well, unlike you, I'm I'm sticking to the healthy stuff. Good old H2O. Wow. The H2O. natural water. H2O. Yes. Not wow. the AFO, not HFO. H2O. Nope. All right. Well, listen, I, I don't know what else to tell you except you better read the copy about this match. Do I have to? Well, you wrote it. You took all the time to type it out, so you should write it. You should read it. <laughs> well, one thing before I do get into, you know, the festivities of Rampage. Did you notice that Hangman at least changed clothes I did <laughs> on the same night? Clothes. And you know what? 
respect tip my cap to his professionalism that he knows that the this show airs a different night and could change his outfit and into <laughs> one that like dare i say like a cowboy might wear a man might wear or someone going into a country bar might wear or you know just lounge around Maybe. the house something that doesn't have rose piping on you know pink roses <laughs> on the side or butterflies or ladybugs or my little pony or you know. <laughs> my little pony or or dolly fuck. <laughs> anyway dolly parton shirts i mean what yeah, the I'm hell was he thinking he's too young to be a fan of dolly parton for crying out loud you're, nobody's dolly parton's for all ages you're 100 percent wrong there <laughs> oh well i beg to differ as Listen, a matter of fact the shirt itself wouldn't have been such a big deal if it wasn't for the jeans with the matching pink rose piping down the sides that, <laughs> that was absurd and i bet he was look i'm starting to think this is an inside joke now i think he's doing this on purpose right yeah, i, I truly believe that he's trying to he's, he wants to get his father to call him and say i still love you son it's okay um i i don't know what this is but i saw people on the internet going if you have nothing better to do than, than to complain about what adam page was wearing you need to get a life I, i'm sorry iwc every time a wrestler changes their tights their trunks you don't like the way vince mcmahon dressed someone they're in a singlet they're not in a singlet they're wearing a hoodie they're not wearing a hoodie the sound changes the music changes you bitch and moan about sets so if we can't bitch and moan about wrestling attire why can't we bitch about other non-wrestling attire worn on our wrestling show i mean it's right. about presentation that was Absolutely. a bad presentation for someone that's supposed to be considered a threat to your world championship especially someone who had a miserable world championship match despite putting on nothing but great matches true no i will give him that that's that's true but this guy always has to be the de facto number one contender somehow he always becomes the number one contender how many freaking uh battle royals has he won already for crying out loud yeah i don't know this uh seven <laughs> probably no really he probably has because i i'm pretty sure and next week now correct me if i'm wrong but do we have rampage and battle of the belts on the same night we do indeed <laughs> what the f so well we'll be covering that right here on channelattitude.com brought to you by hamin media group by the way Ooh, and uh yes, i mean yes as a matter of fact we always cover the battle of the belts right here on channelattitude.com but uh damn skippy, uh, damn skippy well we got our first comment of the evening from facebook user iwc spent seven years chanting cm punk in WWE shows but AEW fans refused to chant his name when adam page is in the ring bullshit professor speaks <laughs> shout out to the prof <laughs> you know i i think that hangman's attire is maybe part of his passive aggressiveness that maybe is what really got under punk's craw to to an extent i'm so over punk i couldn't care less if he comes back or he or he doesn't come back. i don't oh, care I, i'm just... very invested in him not coming back do you think he's done completely that's it i hope so he's he's gone bomb voyage i never want him to come back and by the way anyone who pretended that aside from talking he didn't suck he <laughs> sucked he had like two matches that might have been average <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul dresses back. RuPaul well, had better taste. Ru RuPaul yeah. would have more style and panache. Adam Page is better Yeah, <laughs> definitely qua, if you know what we're saying. But enough of that guy. Let's get into the start of the show because we'll get back to him anyway. Let's do it. As we jump right in with a recap of the show, followed by reactions. But Excalibur, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone were on commentary, uh, on, on commentary as Justin Roberts handled ring announcer duties. And our first match, which we didn't know about, Jeff, is for your AEW World Tag Team Championship. It's the acclaim, your champions, versus Private Party, versus Butcher and the Blade. Uh, but before we get into the match, Max Custer's rap referenced Adam Levine, Matt Hardy's nuts, the breakup of Butcher's band, and Ben Simmons. It was a good rap. This is this is what got the acclaimed over him doing his rap. So since they don't act any differently as faces versus heels, might might as well do, bring the raps back. And this this was good. This is funny stuff. This is what I like. Well, we also have Billy Gunn was at ringside for Caesar Power. Matt Hardy was backstage watching on a monitor, rooting for Private Party for whatever reason. 
And the bout was pretty much a three-way style with two legal participants as Butcher and the Blade couldn't get in the match. So they bum-rushed their way in on the action. But we can also fast-forward to the near falls. And, uh, you know, private party hit a neck breaker, blah, blah, blah. It was all over the place. But cut a long story short, the Acclaim ended up defeating private party and Butcher and the Blade to retain their... Right. AEW World Tag Team Championships. A totally clean win. That, nothing because Butcher and Blade and Private Party started fighting with each other and knocked each other out and the claim just took advantage of it. Nothing to do with that at all. So, there you go. Season me, Daddy. I mean, the only reason to put this together is because of that underlying story, and no. Nope. I agree. And uh, you know what else is funny about this show, actually, as a matter of fact, Jeff? How bad was the editing? Did you notice the editing by any chance? No. I didn't. I, I, I'm not going to lie. No, I really didn't notice the other thing. Well, if you paid attention, Lexi Nair was uh, pretty much interviewing two different people, like almost at the same. It was weird, dude. If you, The way they transitioned from one backstage segment to the next Here's what was just when, silly. When Lexi comes on, I, I, I'm busy trying to focus on what's going on there to see if she's going to get my dollar or not. <sighs> Man, I won't lie. I'm gonna get heat for this. If you, she, with all that makeup, she could pass as a tranny, man. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. There you go. I said it. Well, I'm glad. She I don't know, a man. This week, no, no dollar. She's getting not even a cent from me. Not this week. Clearly Too much not. makeup. Jeez. <laughs> I'm just looking at a picture right now of her, and I'm just like, mm, I don't know, man. But look, she's hot. Don't get me wrong, but she looked very trannyish this week. Doesn't matter because Lexi Nair asked the Gun Sons about FTR. The Ring of Honor AAA IWGP champs were busy in London defending New Japan Gold, apparently, Jeff. The Guns were only concerned about the AEW tag titles since FTR didn't have those belts. They were out of sight and out of mind as the Guns are going to do what FTR hasn't done as number one in the rankings, which is make moves for the AEW titles. True. The guns plan to leapfrog FTR straight for the AEW straps. You know what's funny? They probably will. Uh, they definitely will. But, I mean, the funny part is that the, the guns kept getting the names of their other titles wrong. They're like the, the Ring of Horror champions, and Stokely Hathaway was correcting them. And they said uh, what, what they call the AAA ones, like the like the, like the, the AAA auto Triple R. Triple R. And then there's yeah, something, like something with the... IWGP oh. Interstate 95. So I don't know. But, <laughs> Interstate 95. But uh, oh. you know, Stuckley kept correcting them as if they cared. And Morrissey was like taping up his hands. He was like putting gauze around his like, it was like he was like he was in, like setting up for like a bare knuckle fight or something like that. Or like it was oh. like a but, but I don't he, know, didn't, man. he didn't have a match unless there was one that wasn't advertised, which I mean, if you're gonna have a sh TV show. I would think you'd want to put W. Morrissey on your TV show over, like, well, you know, 90% of your roster. Maybe he's not all elite yet, Jeff. This, well, I haven't seen the W. Morrissey is all elite uh, cry on yet. And, and everyone told me that Roosh was signed. And I kept saying, no, he wasn't. I haven't seen that yet. And, you know, and, and you know, the, well, now he has. That was announced yesterday, finally. Uh, which is weird. Which is also a weird time for them to do that since... Andrade is doing his little free Andrade thing, a free El Idolo thing. Right, which is weird. He's even doing DX crop chops. I mean, what the hell's going on? He's, he's gone bananas. Well, I mean, you know, I think he's trying to do a, a you know, a, a work shoot kind of thing. But when his best friend just signs a contract, you know he's not leaving. You know, and Tony Khan <laughs> said nobody's being released. So what's the I mean, if if your fans are smart wrestling fans, you would know that Roosh would never sign a contract if Andrade was on the on the way out. He would go with Andrade and then try to get his brother Dragon Lee signed, and they would try to do LFI somewhere else. Um, so, anyway, there's going to be a segment with this later. But yeah, th th this was all a little silly, and we, you know, Moriarty wasn't with them, even though he was on this show, and Ethan Page wasn't with them, even though he was on this show. Um, hmm. which leads me to believe a lot of this shit's pre-recorded. Oh, definitely. And now remember I was talking about those weird edits. Yep. Well, we see Lexi Nair from the Ass Boys to straight away they're cutting to Jade Cargill <laughs> in the back. And uh, and what was the other one? Uh, your Layla favorite? Uh, Layla Gray, right. Nokia Hogan. 
Nokia? Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. Maybe she's not all elite. But that's my point. The way they edited from, like, the way the way they went from that segment to Jade Cargill, it's like she teleported. Well, literally. Maybe she did. <laughs> maybe she did. I mean, Matt Hardy was in the back. Maybe he teleported her for her. He yes. had to use the powers in the wild, so he, he, you know, he probably has a lot of residual powers left over. I still think he should become a count character. Like I was saying, I think it was the Dollar Club Racing Show. With a one, two, three, yes. <laughs> I can picture you telling me you couldn't picture him with the cape and the and the fangs, and he's like, "Wow, well, his, his broken Matt Hardy, you know, basically sleeveless, you know, uh, robe was cowl, whatever you want to call that thing. It was almost like a, a priest, uh, you know, long, you know, one size thing. I mean." That practically looks like a vampire outfit. Just put a uh, cape around it with a raised collar. Yeah, absolutely. And, and like a big medallion or an amulet or something. Like <laughs> the Eye of the like, Yes, or whatever. yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course you could. I mean, the problem with hey, the Hey, Matt, the day, if you ever is, decide to do that. The problem at the end of the day is still Matt Hardy. That's true too. But if anyone could pull it off, it is Matt Hardy. Uh, I'm not going to give him that much credit. I mean, at least it would give Abaddon something to do. Oh, God. Why? Please, well, no more. You have a zombie with a vampire? I mean, makes perfect sense. <laughs> well, he is kind of a pimp, right? <laughs> I mean, think about it. Isn't he kind of like a pimp? He's been kind of like everything, but that's part of the problem. He doesn't, doesn't stick to anything for any period of time. Um, that, well, that's not the problem. The problem is he's well past his prime and he can barely move and he's not that interesting. <laughs> well, and he's he'll be interesting. invested in private party, like like the way like Batman's trying to groom a new Robin. Well, if you can go one, two, three, I'm all for it. <laughs> Put it that way. By the way, but I'm, anyway, I'm on a rampage about the about Batman because I think that everything in America, thus the world, started to take a turn for the worse once batman became cooler than superman because superman is perfect he's indestructible he's completely good he could rule the world and he doesn't want to batman is a sociopath completely broken and yeah, it's a serial true. groomer of young Ooh, oh <laughs> we're throwing barbs right now i mean geez, we're, first... we're throwing batarangs <laughs> but not uh what, 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 what's kev's favorite thing to do remember the blunkins the blumpkins you throw on blumpkins? There's a lot, we know a lot of <laughs> sexy time. I'm talking about sexy time and shout out to sexy time. You're throwing out blumpkins right there, dude. That was you. <laughs> you like saying blumpkins. <laughs> no, that's Kev. He loves blumpkins. But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. Well, we get Jade Cargill needing competition to defend the TBS championship as Nyla Rose steps up, Jeff. And um, th- is it just me or does he? I mean, Shim, she, sorry, look they. bigger than usual. They... Excuse I me. I don't know. I don't even care. Yeah, the it, the belly I mean, down here. Like, if you have a star <laughs> that you have invested in, <laughs> that's a good one. I like it. Yeah. If you have a star that you have invested in, and you actually have someone who can be a breakthrough star, and you've taken a lot of time with them, why would you put that investment in jeopardy by putting them in the ring with Nyla Rose and/or Marina Shafir? And why would you put Nyla Rose and/or Marina Shafir? on your actual network television after the only reason Marina Shafir is famous for is doing bad matches, almost killing someone a week and a half ago, and her terrible promo, which went viral this week. Why would you do that? To to, to mend her feelings? No, that's 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 not the way. This isn't a safe space. This is a meritocracy. Not, not egalitarianism. So this, I mean, I only hope that the Jade doesn't get injured from either of these oafish wrestlers. And Nyla is the safer one of the two, so I hope that she's in the ring with Nyla, not not Marina. That that's what that's what they, she said anyway. She said, "Okay, I'll give you a match." And I looked like she was gesturing towards Nyla, but that obviously means it's going to go go towards a tag match. By the way, who's the faces and who the heel? Are they are they trying to ch- turn Jade and the baddies face? I, or, I dare say, I dare say, Jade for the last two three weeks has become a babyface in many ways. 
I don't get it. I don't see how she's she's always outnumbering. I don't know, whatever. I mean, there's nothing in that character that says. I mean, she could be, but I mean, Nyla and Marina can't be faces. They're terrible. You're right, but I will say this about Marina Shafir. She actually looked more in shape this time. Her being in shape has never actually been the problem. She's just bad at wrestling and she's bad at talking, which is, you know, two of the three things you need for wrestling. The other is a personality, and she doesn't have one of those for TV either. So, you know, 0 for 3. I mean, that's three strikes you're out. That, that's how it should work. I dare say uh, she's she's married to, uh, what's his name? Roderick Strong. Um, Roderick Strong, right? I, I bet Robbie she's a starfish. Lee. She's a starfish in bed, Jeff. Guaranteed. I, I am not going down to JD from New York, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Facebook user says in the chat, woman heel and face it depend on who's got the better booty. Well, Jade in the baddies always win that. Hey, I'm down for booty. More booty on Rampage. Absolutely. It's, anyway. It's booty time. It's booty time indeed. Well, we get we go from one match to the next, and this one is just meh. It is Lee Moriarty versus your favorite wrestler, Jeff. Fuego del Sol. But both my favorite wrestlers. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and by the way, everyone note. He's a super tiger now, by the way. Lee Moriarty has put Daniel Garcia on notice. He's going for that Ring of Honor t- pure title. Again, like I told you, all of the schmas, all of the main stories you're seeing are to get over Daniel Garcia, Willa Yuta, and Lee Moriarty. <laughs> Booker yeah, of the and... Booker, of, Booker the of the year. He he has Wardlow, and he puts them into a tag team with two guys who have singles titles. Oh, God. Well, anyway, Moriarty ends up defeating Fuego del Sol. Wait, someone out much. there is going, remember the two-man power trip? This is not the two-man power trip. This is just... No, it's not. He, he just doesn't know what to do with singles titles. <laughs> he, he, sure, he really doesn't. Well, we get the Dark Order will be in Hangman Page's corner for his AEW World title shot against John Moxley on October 18th. Andrade and Jose, the assistant, interrupted to show footage from last week's battle royale as Hangman ducked a dropkick, which hit 10 instead for an elimination. Mm-hmm. Andrade tried to, uh, to sow seeds of discord between 10 and the Dark Order. 10 wasn't biting, so Andrade challenged him to a mask match next week. 10 accepted with one condition, though, Jeff. Andrade's AEW career must be on the line as well as Stokely Hathaway and Ethan Page entered to snitch on potential contract tampering between Private Party and Matt Hardy. What do you think of this segment? Is Andrade in danger? Could he get his early release? No. Or is 10 getting demasked? Yet yet, yet another stipulation that should end the feud that's based on something that isn't a feud. There's been no match between these guys. I dare say Andrade hasn't had a match in, in months that I can remember and, and certainly none with 10 but no and, and andrade is under no danger this is all trying to do a work shoot and for those of you who think that tony khan was playing, playing three-dimensional chess with njf and the elite no this is how his genius work shoots end up on tv this is what you get you get you get cracker jack you know hot hot payoffs not these long brewing brimstone three months uh you know, you know, Chinese checkers versions. No, <laughs> so all of you who are in the in the work, please give it up. Please, it's it's like the commercial. Open your eyes. No, th- this was all this was all terrible, um, <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. That's right. And I, I also want to comment on Alex Reynolds saying that the Dark Order is is real family. Okay, well, you're, you're real family. Okay, five got fired. St- Two, Stu Grayson, got fired. Anna Jay left for another group. Colt Cabana got fired and, and hired by Ring of Honor, which is a promotion that exists somewhere in the met- metaverse, but not in this one. In AEW Galaxy, remember? It's right. somewhere there. <laughs> so so the Dark Order of this family is four guys. And one of them is injured, <laughs> which is, is Reynolds. Terrible, so, terrible, as Charles Barkley would say. Charles Bar- Barkley loves us. Big fan of our show. <laughs> Absolutely, the Patreon of, of the Hameen Media Group and Channel Attitude. For sure. Actually, you can sign up with Hameen Media Group and ChannelAttitude.com, but at Let Patreon. Let Charles Barkley be your role model. Absolutely. Sir Charles, mm-hmm. let him be your role model. Absolutely. Well, Jeff, let's go from bad to 
it was all right, I guess. I it like is Ethan Page is on TV, and for Battle of the Belts, we we it was announced that Ethan Page is going to get his All Atlantic title shot against Pac. That's that happened, right? Apparently, it did. It did not. <laughs> Trent is getting that title shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's best friends, man. What do you right. do? I mean, and 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 this is what I don't understand, right? Weren't they pushing this Battle of the Bouts bullshit as some sort of clash of the champions-esque from back yeah. in the WCW days? But this is worse than, than than Shotgun Saturday Night back in the day, if you know what I mean. I do. Like, it's, 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 it's bad. The problem with Battle of the Bouts is that after the first one, people stop watching and they stop watching it in droves. Aww. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's probably Caden Hanafi from uh, my, one of my old partners from the Unpopular Review. Thanks, Caden. <laughs> By the way, Caden, suck it, Caden. <laughs> About Thank Dark you, Order being stars and, Anna, and, and uh, Julia Hart being, having star written all over it. Oh, oh. Oh, well, where, where is Julia Hart? Is she still mending her, her back, her head? or what? What's I, going on there? Yeah, I'm not sure. She might be in... I'm not going to say it. I think she, She's, say it, Jeff. It's channelattitude.com. You can say whatever you want. No, I think she's probably in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that bad. She probably is. Well, I, I mean, seriously. I mean, she's like, the girl's lucky she's alive. <sighs> I still can't believe how she totally missed that table. I'll never forget that image. But anyway, continue on what you were saying before, Jeff. Sorry. I don't know what I was saying. What, what part of the show are we up to on Rampage? We well, I was about to announce our next match, which is Willow Nightingale versus Jamie Hader. But you wanted to say something about, I think, uh, not Matt Hardy, Ethan Page. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So Ethan Page is playing snitch over there. I mean, I sort of like her saying the contract tamper, and that's funny because that's going out, that's out there in the ether now. So that, that's right. Hey, I mean, yeah. out there in the Ethan, right? Not ether. Right, Ethan and ah, the Ethan. That's right. right. Him not saying anything about the All Atlantic. A title is is a foul, but I guess they had to give us the impression that every member of the firm was there and every member of them were somehow involved, even though we only saw the, the gun club uh, earlier with MJF on Dynamite, uh, which is right. in Philadelphia. And we know it's Philadelphia because yeah. the acclaim yelled Philadelphia. Jeez, man. Yeah, I, I don't like... Look, either go all in with Rampage, pun intended, or don't even have it at all at this point because I don't like it's too inconsistent. You know next what I mean? And I is, can't stand it. Next week is live or live-ish anyway. So it, uh, Rampage and Battle of the Belts will be its, un, un, its own show. Ether by Nas, I was going to mention that funny enough, and that's a great, great, great track. But anyway, also, Trent vs. Pack already 2022 money. Match of the year. Well, well, imagine it is match of the year. Then we'll all be laughing at ourselves, but uh, not when it involves Trent Beretta, surely. No chance no, in hell. Career, career zero. <laughs> career zero. And, he, you know, funny enough, he did have some sort of hype about 15 years ago when he was in WWE Developmental, believe it or not, Jeff. When he was back in New Japan, it was between him and Kenny Omega. Oh, God, that's so dumb. I don't even know how they looked at that. As even a potential, uh, anyway, I don't even want to go there. That was silly. Really bad hair. I mean, that could be it. Yeah, but come on, he couldn't even lace friggin' Kenny's jockstrap. Let's be honest, man. Well, well, it is possible that fifteen to seventeen years ago, Kenny Omega then was not the Kenny Omega that he developed into. No, absolutely not. You're right, but that's not the point. This guy is. Look at him. He, he hasn't. Has he gotten better? I'm talking about Chimperetta. No, no, Trent, no. He's gotten worse because he's he's injured and he's and he's skinny and he wears skinny jeans. and No, no. But I'm saying 17 years ago, they wouldn't have been able to look into the future and, and have known that if they were both sort of at the same level. Sometimes you don't know who's going to develop. I mean, sports teams do that all the time. They, they, pick, they pick the wrong left-handed, you know, power hitter. Jesus. The dude busters were lame. Oh, we'll get, they we'll sure get, we'll were. Get to that because there's, <laughs> there's some strange stuff going on there. Um, Oof. I, I Tell do me want everyone to keep in mind that, that Tony Khan about six weeks ago said I'm having trouble finding time to get everyone on TV. And since then, he's well. brought in W. Morrissey. He, he's brought in Soraya. 
He's he's brought in Soraya. Uh, right. He's brought in guests like Juice Robinson and Bandito. He's hired the Trustbusters. Bandito um, should become Bandejo at this point. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, he brought in Josh Woods. I mean, he's bringing in all these all these people. Uh, like at the bottom of the card, uh, you know, he had Willow here. We he dusted off Diamante. I mean, he, you know, he, he says he doesn't have time to put doesn't have the ability to put people on time, but he keeps on bringing more and more and more and more. Anyway, all right. So yeah, let, let, let's get to the match. Let's let's stick to some semblance of an order here. As the Facebook user said, we got to give the people what they want, right? I mean, let's do it. Let's give them what they want. Mm -hmm. Because, as I was saying, Jamie Hayter ends up defeating Willow Nightingale. She looked pretty good in this match. It was actually not bad. It was a not bad match. I'll I'll give him that. But I do want to remind everyone that Jamie Hayter is either flat as a a board or she has really droopy breasts. So stop telling me she's a sex symbol. El Natural, Jeff. Come on, man. Not interesting. Wow. Wow, it's like that, and that's the way it is. It's, well, it's speaking of, well, speaking of not interesting, we get Ryan Nemeth insulting the Philly crowd. Can you believe that? Yeah. So Hook chucked him into silence after Ari Davari, and guess who, Jeff? The fucking Trustbusters, dude. Right, but can can you identify who the Trustbusters were? Because it was Ari Davari, and he was accompanied Sunny by Sunny Kiss. Sunny Kiss. And I don't Butler even remember who the other one was. Butler Who? Jeeves, who's someone I've never seen before, but as Butler oh. Jeeves, but Butler Jeeves is DSK from the Cardona family from NWA. So that is someone else, someone else that he has brought in that you don't need in to a faction that nobody cares about, full of losers, and and he's called Butler Jeeves, and they come in and and so we have two recruiting se- sessions or segments rather on one episode of an hour-long TV. So you've got Andrade still trying to recruit 10, and now we have the Trustbusters who've won nothing trying to recruit uh, Hook, who has been... Others have tried to recruit him, and he keeps shooing them away. Wasn't the factory trying to recruit him? Wasn't that a story? I guess, but apparently, though, Jeff, you're being a hater right now because Facebook user says, Jeff with the haterade. Absolutely. You, you bring it back. You know what? <laughs> I, I accept that nickname, the Haterade. Haterade, Haterade Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't watch AW Dark to understand the beauty of Trustbusters. Oh, please, fill us in, Facebook user. Fill us in. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Fill Jimmy <laughs> Jesus. In. No, no thanks. Fill Jeff in. I'm He's sure he loves inside. it. He's hollow inside. He's <laughs> All right, all right. I know we're on channelattitude.com, but enough of that. Let's, let's so move on, please. From the Cardona family. The only good thing yes. about that is that it might be leading to the Cardonas. No, please Not don't. AW needs more people, but I mean, I, uh, I like Cardona. I don't want it, man. I don't want to see the Cardonas. I don't. I don't care about. You should woo, have woo, them woo. there just so that you can put, you can do uh, Chelsea's hair exactly like Brooke Baker's hair, have their makeup done exactly the same, and see if anyone can tell the difference. God, man, no, 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 exactly no, no. like me, except that Chelsea's got bit, has fake boobs, so. God damn it, man. Well, even more disturbing, disturbing though, Jeff, the yeah. Trustbusters left an envelope on stage for Hook. What's yeah. the implication? What are they offering, Jeff? Are they offering sex? Could are they I'm offering cool. other services? Are yeah. they an escort agency? You have a lot of questions. Um I'm uh, assuming that they will come to three chips. He likes those spicy chips. Oh, he does. That's true. He does. But is he a Cheeto fan? The spicy Cheetos. I think he likes the. I think he likes the the, the, the Fritos, the hot and spicy. Oh, he does. Fritos. I think you're right. I think it was the Fritos. I think yeah. you're right. If it was, if it was Cheetos, I I pay attention because I I like the crunchy Cheetos. So I'm, I'm me a too. Yeah. Absolutely agree with you. I'm I'm right there. Oh, and uh, Facebook user says their V card was in the envelope. Yeah. Well, if you're a trust bus, if you have a trust that you're bust, then you definitely have all the the newest technology like paper. Well, who are you going to call, Jeff? Trust busters. You think they have like a QR code and it led them to Uh the white rabbit? (laughs) Yeah, but the white rabbit's bending over though. Oh, <laughs> oh frisky rabbits. You know those frisky rabbits? Little, you know what they get up to, those rabbits? Those oh, wabbits. Overpopulating. <laughs> overpopulating indeed. A lot, well, of, a lot of population, a lot of procreation going on with those rabbits. 
<laughs> sure did. And anyway, Hook ends up picking up the envelope and exited anyway. Um, yeah, well, nothing much to say other than not a interesting storyline. But I do hope Hook absolutely destroys all of the trust busters. And I mean destroy him. Anyway. Well, we were we were talking before the show went on the air and, and uh, Parker Boudreau was actually like the first thing on my Twitter line. And uh, he follows me, but I don't follow him, so I rectify that. Sorry, Parker. But in, his, in his bio, says nothing about AEW. I wonder if they've already given up on him. I don't blame them. And just quietly, did I tell you John Cena follows me? No. But <laughs> apparently there follows you go. People, but no, he doesn't you can't see me. me now, Jeff. Well, no, he follows no, me you're, for whatever you're, reason. You're too high up. You're too high above me. <laughs> <for you. laughs> I can't see hey, you from down here. Once you go up, the, you cannot see me because that's the pinnacle uh-huh. right there. Once you hit Cena, there's no... Oh, maybe The Rock, you know, but yeah, or maybe, maybe Triple H even or Vince McMahon, but anyway, who cares? You, you're, you're down, you're on the top of Mount Olympus and I, I'm down like on Crete somewhere. <laughs> or maybe in Cyprus even, like, maybe sort in, of Cyprus, like yeah. in the pocket. I'm a super <laughs> idiot. <laughs> that was good. I've never heard that one before. That's a good one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, we guess Swerve Strickland was a guest at a rap festival, apparently, Jeff. That was needed. That was a needed distraction. After losing the tag titles, Swerve was furious oh, about wow, Billy Gunn. Maybe, maybe he took care of some of the sexual frustration with some of the, <laughs> some of the uh, ring rats there. <laughs> what sort of the trust busters? Are they, uh, were they the ring rats he's, he was no, frustrated well, about? They, the attendees at the concert. I'm sure there were lots of baddies <laughs> there. There's a lot of bad males there, I'll tell you that. But anyway, commentary wondered if he will ruin National Scissor Day on Dynamite. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting indeed. I don't know. Um, is this maybe... like International Podcaster Day? Well, it is now, as of right now. Maybe Happy, the... Happy International yeah. Podcaster Day, Jimmy. You're yep. my international podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe. Thank you. (laughs) Shush. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, I don't know. I don't care. This is dumb. And um, I feel for Swerve. Hopefully, we don't get big celebrations next week. I don't want the whole roster scissoring each other. It's going to be looking like a bad porn after that. Did they mention uh, anything about him being, you know, with Keith Lee being mad? Or maybe him and Keith Lee are looking for revenge? or, or, Or just that, like, there's a rapper who likes him and he took him to the concert? I'm pretty sure it was the same one that's been on Dynamite before. I, I don't, I, you know me and rappers. Oh, uh, it was, uh, shit. Yeah, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates, okay. Yeah, I, I remember. And Antonio he has been Gates. on Dynamite, Antonio Gates. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Bill Gates. Oh, yeah, him too. Yeah. And Melinda. The, and Melinda Gates, that's true. This is fair. Well, <laughs> screw you, Kevin Gates. You ain't shit. So mm-hmm. anyway, we also get a hype package for Moxley versus Hangman. Uh, anyway, Don't yeah, who cares? Do not believe the hype. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's on the home turf of Cincinnati, apparently, too, Jeff. So, oh, shit. I guess, yes, that's exactly right. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> literally. Um, we get, <laughs> yeah, we get Mark Henry interviewed the main event participants, Jeff, because everybody's favorite friggin' meat eater, John Silver, was ready to beat ass. As Rush was intent on showing everyone that uh, Ign- well, Ingobernables are actually winners. But enough talk because Henry closed with, It's time for the main event. Yeah. Cool. There's been enough talking. <laughs> definitely, there's definitely been enough talking, but not quite because we also get a hype package of Battle of the Belts. Ah. And it will be a Friday doubleheader special next week after rampage yeah they don't want to conflict with extreme rules <laughs> yeah we also get pack will defend the aw all Atlantic championship against trent as we were saying before and trent was upset about pack hurting orange cassidy so you know what it's payback time yeah, yeah cool and rocky romero was there for reasons for reasons we shall not know i don't mm. know what just, just uh, <laughs> hey, you know, I Peter Bernie Mac. I like, I love Bernie Mac. Thank you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't trying to go for Bernie, but hey, I'll take it. 
Well, you know that Jerry, that uh, Jimmy is a necromancer, and he actually has part of our Emac spirit in inside of him. Really, I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Actually, thanks for you're alerting welcome. me, Jeff. No, you're welcome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> you're welcome. Anytime. Well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of your welcome, we get the <laughs> match we've all been waiting for. Hey, you didn't get me there, Jeff. It is John Hungy Silva. What was it the what was it the meat guy? What are they calling him now? Meat man, I think he calls himself. <sighs> didn't we have meat in WWE? Who was Sean Stasiak? Yeah, but the, but uh, I think it was <laughs> I think it was meat in WCW. But didn't didn't Johnny Hungy used to like be in shape? Yeah, you know what, dude? I'm glad you said it because I was thinking the same thing. I was actually saying to myself, "Am I seeing things, or does he look?" kind of out of shape because I mean, he, he kind of does short, but he was like you know jacked and sort of like like sort of cut not like ripped cut but sort not, of cut. no like he, yeah like like he was like he was like uh, he reminded me of puck from alpha flight but he's <laughs> definitely not if ron Strowman is ripped but but johnny hungry is definitely on that aew exercise uh kick a little too comfortable <laughs> yeah, in well. contract well, like Facebook user said and alluded to earlier in the show about watching Dark and whatnot, well, if you watch Being the Elite, you will find out that Johnny Hungy is hungry for dicks. I, I mean, dead serious. Vegan. He, he could be, but it's true. He And he was obsessed with Adam Cole's little baby. Well, no at one stage to the point in four months. He, I don't play, he was stalking him in his bed. I kid you not, dude. If you well, watched it, it was... It was blasphemy. It is what it is. Uh, well, yeah, wonder, so. he ran away, and no matter, and no wonder why Britt went to Christian Cage, who's got a giant dinosaur protecting him. I, I don't. <laughs> fuck. I don't blame him. Anyway, like I was saying, it's John Silver. It's Rush, and uh, it's your main event of the evening. As Andrade, Jose the assistant, and Alex Reynolds were ringside. Silver stole the Ingobernables. Right. They were ringside poses. for this, but they couldn't possibly be ringside when there are two tag teams that comprise their business were in a title match. Am I still on that? Am I still going on about that? Let it you go. Are, but let it go. Let it go. Let what it be, Alex like the song say? says. Well, yep, you're right. Say? You would say let it go. Let it go. You just got to let it go. Well... Silver stole the Ingobernables poses early to mock Rush. That little fire in El Toro Blanco to go to Pound Town. That doesn't sound right. As Rush pummeled Silver with hard strikes, then Rush displayed his signature poses to the world. Silver rallied with a pair of German suplexes and a powerbomb. And then we go down the stretch. Silver smashed a brain buster. Rush kicks out. But the Ingobernables were worried as Jose hopped onto the apron, so Reynolds pulled him down. Andrade then hopped onto the apron to distract Silva. That allowed Rush to pounce for a blindside running elbow, which looked pretty good, actually. And Rush followed with a bull's horns dropkick for the victory. Yeah. Cool. Rush is a good wrestler. John Absolutely. Silva, not so much. Yeah, it's true, too. And he's all elite now, officially. Yeah. The only, when was he introduced it was like the forbidden door pay-per-view right where they wasted like a minute and a half of precious time to introduce Rouge coming into the conference room was it was it business partner yeah it wasn't before was, that even it was, wasn't that show like five and a half hours long and like i was bitching that they spent three minutes on this segment and they were like other like the one where chris jericho threw a fireball into imunu's eye like all these like <laughs> useless segments that, that led to nothing that I could tell were wasteful then, like things that could have been on Dynamite or Rampage or even the YouTube shows, and they to, to make that show even longer. Yeah, no, it was absolutely during Forbidden Door. Yeah, so it's from Forbidden Door till now for Roosh to get signed. Former Ring of Honor uh, world champion, by the way, which they almost never mentioned. That's true. And speaking you know, Jericho, of Jericho, Jericho's going to go through every Ring of Honor cha champion, even though like half of them are on the goddamn roster right now. That's true, and uh, I don't imagine him just running through Rush like he's nothing. But we'll find well, out in the future. He, he targeted Brian right away. I mean, that's he's going true. right there. He's not. He's not even going for the low hanging fruit of Gresham, who doesn't want to be there because uh, uh, Christopher Daniels, the the guy that's his own age. True. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's also true. I will say this though. Um, is, did you notice Cole how Jer and, and Kyle O'Reilly? No one would know. 
I, I beat them on uh, the YouTube show. Well, okay. <laughs> Did you notice Jericho wasn't actually on commentary this week? And right. I didn't realize uh, until now. <laughs> you know what? The, the three of them was great for me like this time around. It was more relaxed. It was... I mean, not that they needed Jericho anyway. And also, you speak about Johnny Hungy not being in shape. I feel like Rush is kind of not in shape lately either. Um, it's true, but I'm giving Rush a little bit of a pass because he had a really serious knee injury, and I'm not sure that he got fully healthy until recently. So, I like I, I he to me he looks like he's actually starting to put some of the the weight back on. Uh, so. I'm giving him, and it looks like he's, he's the last six weeks or so he started to move more like himself. Um, so I, I have been, I'm monitoring the situation. But wasn't this was this the episode where, where Regal was there and, and no 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 okay because you saw that, that was that was the, that you was take, um you, you take the first the, the letter of your first name and the first letter of your <laughs> last name and there's like two that's columns. your porn name no no this is this is your what William Regal says to you so mine was. You little mouth-watering tear, piece of tiramisu or something like that. <laughs> Actually, I think I've got the quote. Let me sh should I read it out for everyone because it's pretty funny what he said mm -hmm. on Dynamite. It might have not been exactly that, and I think I sent no, it to I, you. I think funny the one enough, you sent us something that they made up. But it, it, well, it, it doesn't. No, no, no. This is what he actually said. I like remember. He goes, awesome, you little taste he of goes, honey, you. I'll tell you right now. He goes, oh look at you, you rice crispy treat, you. You can snap, crackle, and pop me anytime you want. Man in the mask, you are looking munchy, munchy, munchy today. Man in the mask, you cotton candy, you. I'd like to let you melt in my mouth. Yes, I would. Instead of continuing to beat Saray's threesome to death, how about we discuss the threesome <laughs> definitely happening behind the announce table between William Regal, Excalibur, and Skiavone. It's not even subtle at this point. Okay. <laughs> Well, What's right. up? I'm, yeah. I mean, I don't know. your little cookie jam, you Jeff, whatever you said, little I sunshine. Think, he's got away <laughs> with words. <laughs> Facebook user says running through because winning in a 20 minute match. That's true. That's actually true. But it was kind of entertaining for a 20 minute match. Not really, but it was all right for what it was. Well, and also, Sam is. He's talking about Jericho going through all the champions. Oh, I don't even know what he's talking about, but I thought he was yeah, talking about Sammy, the match. He's rush. improved it, then it, then it devolved again. Has he really? Has his physique really improved? No, I mean, to me, he looks the same. He got back to the same again. So, I, no, right. I know, yeah. The, the only person who I think has improved his physique doesn't doesn't show it. It's Kip Sabian. He's in, he's in his Victorian garb, his Edwardian clothing. Um, Tucker bag clothing, Jeff. Tucker bag. Yeah. <laughs> no, Santana did, and of course it, it cost him. Who it, Santana? It his leg, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot all about him. Yeah, no, he, he definitely was getting uh, bigger and stockier. I mean, Ortiz, but he but he was he got he was, smaller. Right. He's in better shape, but not for you know not wrestler shape. Yeah, I feel bad for Ortiz. Uh, it is what I it know. is. But anyway, I blame him. I'm on yeah. Santana's side. You know what? So am I. But Rush defeats John Silva anyway. And after the match, Los Ingobernables stopped Silva until Eve Uno and Ten ran out for the save. Butcher and Blade reinforced AFO's numbers as Hangman Page entered the fray to clean Hoose. He teased the buckshot Lariat to Rush, but Rush rolled out. But instead, Hangman ends up clobbering Jose. And it was announced that Hangman will wrestle Rush next week on Dynamite. Wow. Cool. Um, you know, this is actually something that could be a feud. But instead of being a feud, the, you know, well, they may turn it into a feud. And maybe this will play into why Hangman doesn't defeat Moxley. Uh, though MJF seems to be the obvious foil there. Um, okay. You know, whatever. Was they the you know what? There to, take, uh, to, to, to be beaten up. So that's fine. I'm going to give my first salami of the week right here on Rampage Uncaged, Jeff. Can, can you tell the audience what the salami of the week bestows? Like, is what what is an honor? It's pretty much the the goof, the the the, the cheesy, the crappiest guy on the roster right now or on the show, and that goes to Johnny Hungy, who apparently loves salami. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So Johnny Hungy, 
congratulations. You can claim your prize at <laughs> Channel Hattitude. And you can, you, can, uh, you can contact the Ayatollah bin Hamin and to claim your prize. Grand Salami. I see. I see it now. <laughs> thank, thank you, Facebook user. Anyway, Jeff, we've it's done wild just about it. get it from the Ayatollah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is Kalal. It's blessed. If you do get it from the Ayatollah bin Hamid, shout outs you, to Bin Hamid. Allah Akbar. And Salam Aleikum. But <laughs> who's hungry for the salami? Is it Jeff? <laughs> or is it Johnny Hungy? I don't know. Well, time will tell, but uh Listen, I think I might want some salami some, uh, myself. Arnold's Jewish rye and some golden spicy brown mustard. You cut up that salami, oh. I'll go to town. Actually, as a matter of fact, it wouldn't be salami that the Ayatollah would be bringing us. It would be sujuk. Oh, wow. That wannabe salami, you know what I'm saying? I don't. You never had sujuk before? No, not that I know. Maybe maybe on a charcuterie board. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Have you eaten a kebab, as you would call it, Jeff? I have had kebab, but usually... But not, like not on the skewer, though. Right. But not on the skewer. I'm talking about in the bread. Like, on a in a wrap. Well, no, I don't think so. I mean, I generally take mine off the skewer anyway. Right, right. Well, there's, there's two types. <laughs> Touche. Well, anyway, Jeff, we, we have gone an hour. So, uh, I mean, oh, yes, before we do go, actually... I do want to touch on the AEW situation in South America. Please, Jeff, you, you, you know more about it than I do. So tell our lovely audience yeah, what the hell is going on with AEW. Yeah, I just found out today, apparently uh, Discovery Warner Brothers owns a network co called Space. Space currently airs AEW in Mexico, throughout Central America, the Caribbean, and all of South America except for Brazil, which speaks Portuguese. Uh, I'm not sure about Suriname, which also speaks Portuguese, but I'm not sure anyone's particularly... And Angola. Angola's in Africa. I know, but they speak Portuguese anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Good, good job, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> and, and Anyway, um, as of today, Space has pulled all AEW television from all of those countries. And from the AEW, orbit? From the orbit, that's right. That's right. It's uh, from LEO, Lower Earth Orbit. It's gone, and uh, it's uh, no longer an NSO near space object, and or NEO near Earth object. And it's uh, your only option if you are in those regions, that country, unless you're in Brazil and maybe Suriname. We're not sure. Is to <laughs> subscribe to Fight TV, which well might be a sign of things to come in other parts of the world for Discovery Warner Brother products. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I mean, listen, we've seen WWE do business with Disney in Indonesia and the South Pacific, and they're not doing business with Disney here. I mean, they might not be connected. They might be. But by no means can this, by any interpretation, be good news for Tony Khan. And I can't imagine that his father, you know, I'm sure he has to go extra heavy on the, the uh, black oil to make his hair not look gray. <sighs> Anyway, good luck to AEW. Good luck to their all their TV. You know what? I feel like WB is almost blackballing him in many ways, but serves him right. I don't know. This has one thing to do with it. I don't, I don't think the WWE is that much juice for this kind of thing. Maybe with the Fox style thing in your neck of the woods. Well, it's definitely blackballed down here. I guarantee it. Yeah. I don't know. But, but you know, all I can say is twist that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> well... In saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, man. This this hit the road. All of these many places. There I am on Twitter. You can find me next to Jimmy T on the PWC. You can find all my shows on the PWC, also on the Wrestling Soup Network. Some on the PW Hustle when it exists. Uh, my other wrestling podcast, Hamilark Hangover with Big Daddy Cool, Stephen Pena. Uh, this week I was on Dollar Club Wrestling with Jimmy T. Also, of course, it's like it's it's like he's Sasha and I'm Trinity. Uh, and my non-wrestling podcast are Garden of Doom and Garden Views. Garden of Doom is like a cult and esoteric UFO. Uh, this week is October. I uh, dropped a show on Voodoo this week with a Voodoo priestess from both New Orleans and Haitian Voodoo. And I actually did an interview with a vampire last night that's going to record later oh. on this month. 
I've got a witch up for this month as well. So, and Garden Views is more topical. Um, but I'm going to go heavy, heavy on the Garden of Doom this month with the spooky stuff. So, check that shit out, man. <laughs> Brilliant. Absolutely tremendous. Also, if you want to follow me, you can at the PWC Network. Salami, Salami trainers. Oh, Jeff loves his footlongs. I'm Sujuk. not going to lie. Sujuk. Sujuk. You like Turkish Sujuk, huh? <laughs> anyway, it's Turkish, yes. Anyway, it's wannabe salami. It looks like salami, but it's not really salami. It's it's one of those things. It's just a kind of sausage. I mean, but the suju, is that like Turkish delight? Not quite, but it's not bad. It's all right. You have it in a pied, usually. You know, like those Turkish pieds? You know what I'm talking about? I've been to you know, it's, Yes, well... You put, you know, it's got feta cheese in it or whatever cheese, egg, and whatnot. Anyway, who cares? But if you want to do follow me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network. Also, please like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com for five bucks. You get to hear, listen to us and see us. And please, if you can, like and subscribe at the PWC Network.podbean.com where you can find all our other shows. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Dr. Jeff Limpin, and you've been listening and watching The Rampage Uncaged Show right here on channelattitude.com, brought to you by Hamin Media Group. Yalla! Give a world chance and favor, my friends. <laughs>